0: As promised, I'm back on track and writing a story about Miss Hedgehog, who I mentioned in the last few books. This story is called Miss Hedgehog's Adventure, and it talks all about her realization of the fact that there's still a lot unanswered in life for her and others. Also, I happen to notice that a certain someone has started giving $5 a month to me for the podcast. I don't know how or why or even who, but hey, thanks so much to you, and uh, I guess we'll just jump right back in into another story. It was a slightly chilly morning in Animal Village. Leaves were just falling off the trees, and there weren't many left. But that didn't stop everyone from going out and about and preparing for the great festival that would happen later that night. Miss Hedgehog, wide awake in her tiny burrow, yawned, and then rolled over to open the door and greet the morning day. Then, when the cold blast of wind struck her, she shook her head and closed the door again. Miss Hedgehog's house would remind readers of The Beaver's Home from The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, it wasn't exactly small, yet it somehow found a way to be cramped. A small bookshelf sat off to the side while a small window opened up out of the ground and looked out at the creek far below, just like in The Hobbit. Miss Hedgehog's house was generally a warm and friendly place to be at, especially during the time of fall and winter. Miss Hedgehog fluffed up her quills and then stepped out into the brisk morning air, wrapped in her blue scarf she had received from Squirrel as a Christmas gift. She crawled down the hill and went to get a small and quick drink before looking up to see something strange. Something glimmering in the pale, dimly lit sky. It almost looked like a star, but it wasn't. Miss Hedgehog uh, climbed and ran across the stream and then looked at the small thing. It was a small, blood red stone, barely bigger than her head. Miss Hedgehog sniffed at it and then made up her mind. Well, something's got to happen to it. So, Miss Hedgehog picked up the stone and began her slow and steady ascent back up the hill. It was tough having to lug the stone on her back all the way up. Along the way, she felt the gentle crunch of leaves underfoot foot as she reached the top of Animal Village. Miss Hedgehog decided to walk over to Owl's house. There, she talked to him about the bloodstone. Owl told Miss Hedgehog what little he did know about the stones, and Miss Hedgehog learned that they were among a rarity in most minerals. Owl told her about what they could do, and Miss Hedgehog sighed. Well, thank you again, Owl, from from one elder to another. Sorry. Later that day, Miss Hedgehog looked up into the higher parts of Animal Village. She talked to herself about how there was no need for electricity, water, or bills, or taxes. At Animal Village, fun fact, there was no need for taxes. That was because there was no electricity. Nothing to be paid for. Everyone shared and got along. There was no need for technology. B.S. Yes, just bummed off for a second. You better not start bothering me about how they cook or boil things for food. It's fantasy. Get with it. Miss Hedgehog finished taking out the berry muffins she had been making the night before. They were just golden brown and still warm. Miss Hedgehog walked up to Squirrel's house, one of the nicer houses in Animal Village. It was then high noon, and the preparations still did not cease. Miss Hedgehog rapped on the door, and a Squirrel opened the door. "Oh, hi there, Miss Hedgehog. Come on in." "Thank you, Squirrel." Squirrel's house, as Miss Hedgehog observed, was quite possibly the most modern house in Animal Village. With high ceilings, furniture of all kinds of animals, and a balcony overlooking Animal Village, it was a very spacious house. Miss Hedgehog sat down, being careful not to ruin the bed of leaves she was sitting on. Oh, I just love this house. I came by to gossip, and to deliver these. Miss Hedgehog laid down the basket on Squirrel's table. Well, remember, Squirrel, Miss Hedgehog said after a while. Those muffins are for the festival, and you're more than welcome to help yourself if you like. Miss Hedgehog waved, and then walked out the door. As she walked back across the crunchy, dry leaves, she happened to look up and see Owl hang streamers and ornaments from the trees. Miss Hedgehog used her home and all of her appliances at hand to create a whole menu of food, drinks, and desserts. When she was done and her fingers were worn down, she sighed and walked out onto the balcony. She breathed in the cool fall air. The smells of cinnamon and apples floated up her tiny nostrils, and she smiled with contentedness. All of a sudden... She heard a scream. She looked down into the forest. It wasn't coming from Animal Village. It was coming from the forest. Miss hedgehog sprinted down the hill and found a fox. The same fox, if you may recall, that was attacking Squirrel. Well, this fox happened to be hunting another hedgehog, the one from Hare's story. Not surprising how these stories connect. Miss hedgehog curled into a ball and rolled it down the hill, willing herself to roll and not bump into anything. She bounced off a stone, and her sharp quills embedded themselves directly into the fox's paw. The fox yelped and tried biting Miss Hedgehog. No good. The fox only got snouts and, well, a snout full of quills. Sorry, I stabbed there for a second. Miss Hedgehog bounced away and then checked on the hedgehog. Are you okay, my dear? Yeah, I'm fine, the little hedgehog said. And he sprinted away into the undergrowth, burying himself in a pile of leaves, dirt, and twigs. Miss Hedgehog then turned around, her fists up, almost like a boxer. A very furry, quill-filled boxer. The fox, clearly enraged, shook the quills out of its nose and then charged. Miss Hedgehog suddenly curled into a ball, and the fox stepped on her. Miss Hedgehog thought that she heard something break, and she winced in pain. The fox yelped again, and then it screamed and sprinted away. Miss Hedgehog sat up, so that's what the screaming was. Miss Hedgehog looked down at her paw. Nothing was broken, and then she reached into her pocket. The bloodstone was shattered into crystals. Later that day, it was almost evening. Miss Hedgehog walked back up the hill towards Owl's house. Owl happened to be inside, and when Miss Hedgehog walked up the steps, she passed by Hare, who was just returning to go to his house. Miss Hedgehog stared for a moment at Hare, and then walked in to talk to Owl. Owl once again observed the shards of the Bloodstone. Hmm. He stared at them with his giant, almost monstrous eyes. Hmm. So you say that it broke? Yes, Miss Hedgehog said. I was hoping another hedgehog from a fox when the fox stepped on me and crushed the bloodstone to smithereens. Hmm, I see. Owl set aside the bloodstone shards and then turned to Miss Hedgehog. I believe, my dear, that you may have a situation with the bloodstone. You see, you have now created even more, and I believe that this could be a problem. A problem, Ms. Hedgehog asked. But how? Never mind that, Owl said. The important thing is, I need you to hide the bloodstones. Please. It's the safest thing to do as of this moment. Ms. Hedgehog sighed. Okay then, Owl. I trust your knowledge from one elder to another. Goodbye. Goodbye, Ms. Hedgehog. And Owl turned and flapped his wings flying out of the balcony. Miss Hedgehog walked back down the oak stakes that made up a staircase, hopped off, and then walked back across, well, more waddled, back across the crunchy, dry leaves into her home. Every house in Animal Village had at least one balcony that faced out toward the forest, and that balcony could be as high up or as low down as it wanted to be. That was what Ms. Hedgehog thought about as she sat down on one of her lawn chairs on the balcony. Miss Hedgehog's balcony was usually used for marriages, because of its ornate pillars and fancy, almost Greek design, along with vines and very pretty little gates, it was a favorite for weddings and other ceremonial events. Miss Hedgehog walked back out front, opened her door, and walked up the tiny wooden stairs that led to the fountain. As one of the few elders that was still alive, Miss Hedgehog was no stranger to the stories told by her ancestors. She remembered her grandmother's soft voice just before it faded away into nothingness. Just then, as she was drifting away, the bell rang. The festival had begun. Miss Hedgehog scurried over and helped Beaver and his family carry out the table. Once the table was set up, Miss Hedgehog then prepared the food, drinks, and dessert. Squirrel laid out all of the utensils and ornaments, and Hare, well, Hare did his best to help by sleeping. The full moon shone through the top ring of trees, and its ghostly light bathed the animals below in a pale, eerie, orange light. The animals down below performed the exact same ritual that they always had. In other words, the same ritual that you read about in every story. They howled, screeched, barked, etc., etc., etc. Then, when their eerie noises had ended, and the ritual was over, the festivities began. There was a, plenty of food and desserts and drinks to go around, and everyone thanked and complimented Miss Hedgehog for her famous food and drinks. Miss Hedgehog knew that her time would be coming soon, but as long as she was still here and she was able to remember her friends and family, then she was a-okay. And hey, she thought she was able to make things that others could enjoy. And that, above all else, let me tell you, is quite possibly one of the greatest gifts of all. Miss Hedgehog didn't realize just how truly fortunate she was to have so many friends. And even when she looked down at the small bloodstone shards in her little pouch, she maybe thought about why Owl might have said to keep them away. Miss Hedgehog sighed, shook her head, and then turned around to have a conversation with Beaver. From then on out, the residents of Animal Village... We're never happier than before. Hey guys, thanks again for listening, and before I go any further into this, you know, epilogue, I wanted to get some stuff off my shoulders. First, I'm going back to plain old stories not involving Animal Village after I'm going with Beaver, the finale. But, beyond all else, that's really just it. Yeah, I've kind of had a slow past few days, but... I hope that you get your flu shots, stay safe, and hey, enjoy yourself and these stories. Adios!